Hello, and welcome to another Gospel Forum podcast. We are a collective of Reformation-minded Christians that care about doctrine and the local church. We're here at Shoreline Church in Bradenton, Florida, and I'm joined by some of my Gospel Forum brothers as we get ready for another episode to talk about theology and what's going on in our lives. To my left, let's get do some introductions once again. Sure, my name is Sean Otto. I'm happy to be here today. I'm Pilgrim Benham, uh, one of the pastors at Shoreline Church. And I am Nick Potts, and I'm one of the members here at Shoreline. Well, since Shoreline is getting a lot of attention, I'm from Northwest Baptist Church in Bradenton, Florida. There you go, Bethel Mennonite, so we're yeah. all over. Well, we, we never, go. I mean, we introduce our names, but we never really give a little that's bit true. of... Well, I wasn't going to say my name, but, you know, you're always going to say, you know, the name of your church, but that's okay. It's kind of like on The Office when you, when you uh, meet... What's his name? Uh, Bob Vance, Vance yeah. Refrigeration. Yeah. Bob Vance, Pilgrim. Vance, Vance. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> so Pilgrim Benham Shoreline Church. That's going to change though soon. Um, Ooh, yeah. Yeah, do we he's have changing his name? I was going to oh, say something, wow. but I didn't want to break news when I wasn't supposed to. So do we have breaking news? Because yeah, is this something you want to share? Yeah, yeah we're excited. We're uh, we're in transition of changing our name from Shoreline Church to Kings Cross Church. So. When wow. this airs, you'll be hearing about that, and uh, we're excited. Yeah. Awesome. Well, King's Cross Church in Bradenton, Florida. Look at that. Over here in Lakewood Ranch area. Yeah, I thought you were changing your name to Steve. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was the news. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say, Pilgrim finally had enough ribbing about his name. Um, no, that, that happened is... in middle school. Sufficient. <laughs> you were over it back then. Well, from my view, I'm looking right at Pilgrim's progress, right over oh. Dan's shoulder there. So, yeah. so it's yeah. it's just ironic. Yep. Oh man. Well, good. Well, happy New Year's, guys. Yes. Uh, it oh, is yes. uh, when we are currently recording this, January the fifth. So we're just five days into the new year. Hope. Uh, uh, do you guys do anything special to celebrate? Well, my kids like to stay up and watch the light bulb fall. And, uh, the light bulb oh, no, the, fall. The, what is it? The ball. The ball? Drop. Yeah, the ball that's what it is. Yeah. Same concept. It's pointless. Um, we actually put on some of the different channels this year, and it, it, was, uh, it was so worldly and just gross. We ended up turning it off. Um, our heart was to start the new year out by singing together, by opening scripture, by praying, and, uh, and so we, uh, we didn't hit that mark this year. But... I was going to say, Pilgrim, uh, you don't have to go all little well, there's spiritual wow, I was like feeling really guilty. I know, right? That's winning right there. Mr. Winning. Mr. Pharisee yeah. over here. Yeah, right. right? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. man, that's what like, we, des- I'm saying, that's what we desired to do. What we ended yeah. up doing was, yeah, watching. Legalist from Pilgrim's yeah. Progress? Oh, is that? Is that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. All well, right. you know, it was a little different this year because <clears throat> Sunday... Uh, January 1st fell on a Sunday and so mm. to get up and preach and be prepared for that I was yeah. uh, serving on the worship team so had to be there early so uh, my, some of my kids stayed up late I, I didn't I that didn't stop me from partying oh, sorry oh, wow. Dan the <laughs> we, party we had uh, yeah we had about 40 people over our house wow. and uh, it was uh, sorry you guys were not invited that's wow. okay uh, we, well I'm gonna listen I, to that sermon the next day that's <laughs> yeah, right. why I'm well, partying well, that late <laughs> well and then I had to drive um uh, my son's girlfriend home with him afterwards. So I didn't get back till like 1.30. Wow. And so it was uh, early Sunday morning. But uh, sadly, you will not be able to hear that sermon because the microphone was not working in the live stream. So I actually had to go back okay. Tuesday morning and re-preach it for those who were not able to hear it. So I am I sound a lot more awake than I really was. <laughs> yeah, 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 microphone, microphone wasn't failed. working. I've been there too. Hey, you can ask anyone in my there. church. Yeah. You can ask anyone in my church who is watching this right now and stick up for me. It was 
pretty good sermon, right? I mean, I'm not saying, I'm just saying what they told me afterwards, you know what I mean? So, oh, anyway, all right, all right. But yeah, I, uh, there's a uh, newer family that goes to our church, and they invited me uh, over for New Year's. So Great. that's that's what I ended up doing. It was fun. Um, yeah, I don't really have any particular, like, tradition or anything like that. I don't know, the older I get... I think a new tradition is, you know, just go to bed early, wake up, hey, it's the new year, and then just carry on my day. Nice. Nice. <laughs> good. Sounds like a good tradition. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, anyway, yeah. I uh, I think we we always have a big party, with the exception of 2020. We didn't do one. But, uh, yeah, we usually always ring in. The, but, hey, then we're not going to have another one where it falls on Saturday night for another 11 years. So yeah. I guess we're good yeah, to go. Yeah, leap year. Yeah. 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 So, anyway. Well, we're five minutes into this episode, so let's get started with our not main topic, Pilgrim. We're going to start this new year off by having a lot of fun. We started the Gospel Forum podcast almost three years ago, and we started it with some games. And so, Pilgrim, what game are we going to play today? Well, we've done a couple different fun games, and I want to just preface this with this is all done in the spirit of, of fun. Heresy hunting, yes. Heresy hunting. Uh, we, if you are offended by this, uh, we, we would be happy to uh, take your emails, dan at thegospelforum.com. Which actually never doesn't exist. Just send it there. Just send it there. It's not going to go anywhere. But yeah. we... we uh, we want to have some fun. We've done things like Stanley or Stanley, which, which explained that for people who didn't hear it. Okay, so mm-hmm. we give quotes, and mm-hmm. they either come from um, from Stan Lee, who's the, of course, the originator of Marvel Comics, one of the original uh, guys there. So different quotes that he's had throughout comics or throughout life. Yeah. Uh, or is it Andy Stanley, the uh, mega church pastor? So Stan Lee or Stan Lee? Yeah. Gotcha. We've okay. also done Furtick or Fortune Cookie. Yeah, that was their first one. That's the that's yeah, an OG that game. One. That's yeah, an OG that's, game. That's the original. We'll come back to that eventually. Yeah, we haven't yeah. played an o- a game like this in a long yeah. time. So that is Stephen Furtick quotes, or is it found on a Fortune Cookie? Okay. So today we're going to play in the same spirit. We're going to play. Oprah or Osteen? Oh. <laughs> Oprah or Osteen? Okay. I just have to tell you guys, this is this is going to be a really hard one because okay. in preparation for this, I actually had to make sure and notate each one because I wouldn't be really? able to tell the difference between the two. Wow. And I don't know if you will either. So uh, whoever has the highest score is going to win. Okay. So we'll start okay. over here with Sean. Okay. I'm just going to give you the quote and you tell me Osteen or Oprah. Okay. Negative thoughts come to us all. But when you speak them out loud, you give them life. That's when they become a reality. That sounds like straight from Osteen. Correct. Correct. Yes. yes. Wow. That is Osteen. All right. Uh, this is for Dan. Okay. Surround yourself with only people who are going to lift you higher. That's Oprah. That is Oprah. Very Ooh, good. Very good. All right. Good all right. All two right. for two. All right. No pressure. <laughs> you get a car. You get a car. Yeah, right? You yes. get a car. It's Oprah's favorite things. Yeah, right? Turn your wounds into wisdom. Turn your wounds into wisdom. Um, I mean, it sounds like both, but Osteen normally has the turn of a phrase, so I'm going to say Osteen. That is Oprah, actually. Oh, oh man. All right, we're in the wow. lead. We're in the lead. Yes. All right. All right. Nick's so, falling behind. One, one, and zero. All right, round two. Here, round two. Here we go. Go out each day with the attitude that something good is going to happen to you. Uh, I'm going to go with Osteen again. It is Osteen. Yes. yes. Correct. Man. Yeah. He's always looking for the good, you know. You have to follow your heart. 
You can't let other people pressure you into being something that you're not. Ooh, that could either. It's either one. It's either one. Well, I've read an advanced copy of Pilgrim's book, and it sounds very <laughs> similar. Oh, <laughs> Wait, no, I'm just oh. kidding. All right, hold on. You're just trying to get back to <laughs> the time that I put you down. So, uh, so what was that? That was uh, that uh, was Furtick or Fortune Cookie. Yeah, yeah. I put one of the quotes was from Grace Dan's, upon Grace. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Oprah again. Uh, which one were we on? <laughs> yes, you are. Um, no, following your heart. That's Osteen. Come on. Oh yes. Yeah. He pulls ahead. I want. I want chapter and verse. You're just trying to get me back. All right. So, so you're winning. So now. just to be clear, um, it, it sounds like. Sean knows Osteen a lot more than we do. <laughs> That's true. Uh, it sounds like I listened to him a yeah. lot or something. Uh, all of his books or something. I always knew I was destined for greatness. Oh, that really could be both. <laughs> I'm it's actually s- Dancer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. Um, I always knew I was destined for greatness. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Osteen. It is Oprah. Wow. Oprah two. Oprah two. two. All right, so we got two, one, and zero. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Round three. This final round. Oh boy. Okay. So if you get it, you win. Hey, here we go. Yeah. You win. Is there a prize here, or is it bragging rights? Bragging rights. Okay, yeah. bragging rights. Okay, great. If you win, you get to pay for lunch afterwards. Oh! <laughs> oh. Well, watch me bomb this one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here watch we go. us bomb the next two. As well. <laughs> you are responsible for the energy that you create for yourself, and you're responsible for the energy you bring to others. Uh, I think Oprah's a big fan of Richard Gore. That sounds like him speaking. I'm going to go with Oprah. Correct. Yes. All right. Yeah, exactly. All right. So he yeah, just it sounds like you. Richard Rohr and. Um, uh, Elkhart Tolle. Um, uh, yeah, two guys that she really loves. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Don't just accept whatever comes your way in life. You were born to win. You were born for greatness. You were created to be a champion in life. Oh, well. Champion, you've yep, got to go for Osteen. Yeah, yep, correct. You yeah, got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Man, I would, I would no, have said Osteen on, the... on that too. Dang it. All right, <laughs> let's get on the board. Here we go. After <laughs> listening to people gripe and complain, just smile and remember that crows can't hang with eagles. Ooh, smile. Yeah, that, there's, there's that's Osteen. That's correct. He's yes. on the board. He's on yeah. The board. Yes. All right, so final standings are three, two, and one. Sean yes. wins. Sean, right. where are we going for lunch? Ginza? Well, yeah. Are we going to Ginza? Taco Bell good. <laughs> Actually, we have a Actually, signed copy yeah. of Oprah's newest book for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. I'm gonna do- that's great. I'll donate no. that to <laughs> Burn my... <it>. <laughs> We'll, we'll, donate, oh. we'll donate that to uh, Northwest Baptist Library. Oh, oh there we go. <laughs> anyway, anyway, well, that's a good transition because Oprah has this like book club that she normally does, right? And she encourages yeah. people to read, which is something we could actually applaud for her doing, except as long as it's the right books, uh, we want sure. her to encourage to read. So today we're going to talk about reading and uh, specifically reading in the Christian life. Of course, we're going to be talking about reading God's Word. We're going to save that for the last thing. Um, but let's just think about, guys, books that we would encourage people to read. Let me just start it this way. What are some books, now that we get into the new year, that you are looking forward to reading? And what is kind of your plan as you 
mark out your reading for the year, uh, apart from God's word, of course. I just blogged on this. I, um, I think it's important uh, to... And what's your blog, Pilgrim, since you're... Plugging that. Sure. Plugging that. Thegospelforum.com? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, we can post a He's going to post it. Hey, there yeah. you go. Let's link it there. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's yeah, also pilgrimbenham.com. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, which I didn't want my blog site to be my name.com. But what else, I mean, what else can you do? Like, yeah. not pilgrimbenham.com? So. Yes, that would have been great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we'll link it. Um, but I just blogged recently, um, like, seven different genres that I recommend. So um, a biography. Uh, a classic, so it's important to read, you know, not just modern stuff, but s some classics. Um, I also like to read fiction, so some sort of fictional novel, a book on church history, a book that is more of a devotional book, uh, a book on ecclesiology or about the church to, to grow as a pastor, and then always a book about God's attributes. So that, that's just a, a seven-book primer for someone who's maybe never read. I talked to a few that's people great. who have never read uh, or read one book maybe this year. Right. Um, so I have a higher – I try to read like a higher level um, amount of books a year, um, provided they're good books. Um, this year for the biography, I'm really excited. I was at a conference recently with Radius, and they were talking about John G. Payton. Uh, and so I'm very excited. I got that biography there at the conference, and uh, I'm excited to read that this year. Um, biographies, I think, are important because, especially Christian biographies, they give us a glimpse of uh, how people lived uh, throughout church history. Mm -hmm. It gives us a perspective to, uh, to walk by the same faith and the same prayer and, and right. how to make decisions. So um, that's, that's one book I'm looking to read this year. Um, there's also just a couple of books about... Uh, about the church. One is How to Build a Healthy Church. Uh, it's a newer book by Nine Marks. Mm -hmm. And then What Happens When We Worship is a, a very important book. Who um, wrote that one? Uh, uh, Cruz yeah, wrote that one. Jonathan okay. Cruz. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about that one. For my own growth, I'm going to read A Quest for Godliness by Packer. And uh, we're taking some men through preaching uh, this year. So I've never read Chapel's book, Christ Center Preaching. Mm. Uh, we did Lloyd Jones's book this last mm. year. Preaching, Preaching and Preachers. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited. Mm -hmm. So those are a couple. And then I always have some fictional books. I just read the uh, two of the three of the C.S. Lewis um, uh, Space Trilogy. Mm -hmm. And so those are those are awesome. I try to read Pilgrim's Progress every two or three years yeah. as well. So Yeah. Lewis's Space Trilogy <laughs> is better than Narnia. I'm, I'm just going to say it. It's fantastic. It, it is. Yeah. It, it is. Uh, it's so good. Uh, and the third one is actually the best one of the series, in my opinion. Just starting it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's so good. Uh, if, if I could give a recommendation, like, shortly after, read his Abolition of Man. Uh, because it's actually a fictional take on the Abolition of Man. Okay. So yeah. it's like a narrative of it. Uh, the Hillsdale College has an online free course on C.S. Yeah. Lewis that I'm taking right oh, now, wow. which is nice. uh, really fun. So. That's, That's cool. cool. That is cool. Yeah, on that note, C.S. Lewis, The Weight of Glory is oh, also good. essays that he has written on that. Very, very, very excellent, The Weight of Glory. Good. Sean? You know, yeah, well, and maybe maybe I'm a balancing or a, I, I feel like I, I'm not nearly as, as, as uh, holy as Pilgrim here today uh, <laughs> in all the things that he's doing. Um, so I, I've, I've found that once I finished uh, my uh, graduate degree, 
and I used to read a lot, it's becoming harder and harder for me to like build that discipline of reading. And so um, that's one of the things that just the act of reading, uh, I want to build a little bit more discipline into my life this year. Um, but even before I give you some of the books I'm reading, I, I've always, I don't know if it was Spurgeon, somebody said you should hold the Bible in one hand and the newspaper in the other. Um, am I correct in that in Spurgeon? I'm not sure who said that. But kind of this idea of obviously being in God's Word, um, but then also aware of what's happening in culture around you. So I have a subscription to the Wall Street Journal. I mean, I read it just to kind of keep up on what's happening in the world around me. It's kind of fun, especially when you get into the opinion page, but that's sort of just more secular. Um, so besides the Bible, which we're going to talk about later, um, four Dan books. Dan has ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The Sorry, guys. Right up, guys. Sorry about um, that. Shane Swayze has a funny story about that. We can bring that up to him so there you go so I one of the things that I recognize is I need to besides the discipline of reading I need to build disciplines in my life so there's a couple books that I'm reading um, one has to do with prayer and so we always say I need to pray more I need to pray more um, Paul Miller's a praying life I'm, I just started that book uh, it's been really an interesting read um, so that one to kind of help with some of the praying aspects and then Richard Foster's book, The Celebration of Discipline. I've never read it. Someone recommended it. Give it a try. Um, I've read a couple other books on spiritual discipline, so I want to kind of compare it and see how that uh, plays out uh, there. Um, I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that I haven't read the book that we gave away at our conference, uh, Tim Challey's book, Run to Win, so I kind of feel like I need to read that. I was really <laughs> trusting you. I, I love Tim Challey, so I'm not... Uh, ashamed that we gave his book away, but I need to read it mm -hmm. on my own. So uh, I'm going to throw that one in there uh, coming up. And then I can never say this guy's last name. I think it's Owen Strand is what I've been told. Uh, he has a book called Reenchanting Humanity, uh, which is a thicker book. It looks like a, a, a little a longer read um, that I'm excited to read. I, I've appreciated his over the years. And so, uh, so some disciplines I want to kind of work in there. Um, and then uh, Run to Win seems to be a little, not lighter, it's, it's a great book, but not as deep. Uh, as yeah, it's a light read. Yeah, so, it's a light read. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to tackle. Um, I'm hoping to, uh, I'm a slow reader, um, and so I'm aiming for maybe a book a month, maybe a book every other month, and just see how far I can get. Okay. So we'll see. Nick? Yeah, uh, so um, I tend to just like read like just various topics like just randomly um so i do like to read theology books um one that i'm going to be uh kind of focusing in on is um the mystery of christ by sam renahan uh dealing with uh covenant theology um and how that's laid out uh throughout all of scripture um and both uh finalized but um capstoned in christ um so uh, another, another book that um, a friend has really been pressuring me to read and I want to read, it's just I haven't had the time and now I have a little bit more time to do it, is uh, Love Thy Body by Nancy Piercy. Um, so which, you know, really has a Christian view of the, the body itself. Um, you know, we talk about loving the Lord with all of our heart, and then, you know, groups like us, we really emphasize, you know, love the Lord with all your mind. But then there's, you know, you know, love the Lord with all your soul. Like, yeah, like people just kind of tend to naturally do that, but then no one really talks about loving the Lord with all your strength, like, mm. and, and as dealing with your physical body. Yeah. Um, 
so um so yeah so that you know and then it gets into you know issues of transgenderism you know did god actually create me with the right body uh stuff like that um, that's very yeah current yeah, yeah. <laughs> um um a pa more pastoral book that i really want to read is um i don't know how to say this guy's name so if by god's grace he ends up listening to this and yeah i really botched his name i please forgive me um uk anizor um wrote a book called overcoming apathy um and one of the things that i'm seeing um and not necessarily my generation but like just a little bit under and then the uh like youth is is not atheism i don't i don't see that as a problem uh with uh younger uh the younger generation that's coming up i see you know I, i've been calling it apathyism mm -hmm. um it's literally just not even a care about it um it's you know it's not that you know i'm an atheist or i'm agnostic it's just no one even talks about it it's just mm -hmm. i just don't care just the nuns you know yeah i mean like, like i i would say the nothing. nuns and apathy is one and the same hmm. um because the reason why i think a lot of people say well i just have none is because they've literally never thought about it mm -hmm. um and how do we overcome that because you know you you do apologetics and you know you you try to convince them you know god exists but to the person that just says you know i don't really care mm -hmm. how do you get past yeah. that yeah. um you know obviously you know you really rely on the work of the spirit yes i, I get that but like you like how do you like really try to overcome mm -hmm. that and mm -hmm. that's that's <clears throat> a difficult <throat> task right. um so um and then you know um um one church history book it's a it's a introduction to church history and you know I've, I've read church history for a while but um this one's been kind of on my radar for a while it's called rediscovering the church fathers by michael haken really little book uh it could probably be read you know in a few days if you kind of focus on it uh but um but yeah it's it introduces you to the earliest of the church um and then um probably up until uh just post nicaea i'm guessing uh i haven't looked at the table of contents yet so you know you got guys like tertullian cyprian uh Irenaeus, like guys like that mm -hmm. um people that the modern church really doesn't even know much less read hmm. good gotcha Great. Well, thanks, Nick. Um, yeah, I like to read, you know, kind of my system is I want to read books, first of all, that I'm preaching about. Sure. So the subject I'm preaching about right now, we just started a series on Daniel. Um, so I've been gathering some items there, uh, some good commentaries. Always go to the best commentaries, mm -hmm. uh, recommendations from Ligonier and Tim Challies and a lot of different places like that. I also read, want to read books on what I'm writing about. So what I'm preaching about, what I'm writing about. So there's uh, different topics that I'm studying further, and I want to familiar, get more familiar with those topics. And then I um, also read books on things I want to learn more about. So things that I'm not quite sure of or I'm not too deep in, and I want to further my understanding. 
With that being said, the books I'm looking forward to reading this year is, uh, of course, I've been leaning, should we say it? You're welcome to say it. I'm millennial uh, for several years. I uh, haven't totally dove in there, but uh, I think I'm pretty much in. Um, Alan is watching this, and he's cringing right now. Sorry, Alan Quinones. Um, I, I apparently came out of the closet mill in the last episode, and Alan texted yeah. us in the group chat saying, really, Dan, really? So <laughs> sorry, Alan, about that. But, uh, but I'm currently reading uh, Kingdom Come by uh, Sam Storms, which I think is going to be the best book to come out of the kingdom this year. No, uh, I don't think... No. <laughs> There's a better one coming. Actually, it came out 20 years ago, so it's all right about it. Uh, kingdom Come by Sam Storms, an amillennial uh, alternative. Um, also, I just ordered a book. It's going to be here tomorrow, The Returning King, A Guide to Revelation by Nick, help me out here. Vern Poitras. Poitras. So heavily recommended to me. Uh, and this book is going to take me probably more than this year to read through. And I am a slow reader like Sean. I don't like to read fast. I don't read uh, tons of books a year. Um, I like to take my time and go through them. The Existence and Attributes of God, which is a, uh, I ordered a new set uh, late last year on that by Charnock. And uh, wonderful and stuff. Beautiful, heavy reading, uh, wonderful book. So diving deep into the attributes of God. And then one more that I ordered last year but never got around to is A Puritan Hope by Ian Murray. Looking forward to getting into that. Um, absolutely. But also, guys, oh, for fun, too, um, I like to do audiobooks as well. And I know Pilgrim and his wife had a debate uh, some time ago whether audiobooks were really reading or not. Um, so that's interesting what our audience thinks about that. What do you think? Your audio box count as reading? Yeah. Um, we will abide by it. Like well, we had, to, we had to compromise where I say I'm enjoying a good book right now. You're enjoying it. I can't say I'm reading it. I'm listening, so I'm enjoying a book. But, yeah, but, I, I say I'm going through. Going but, through a book. Yeah, let, me, let me encourage you um, out there, because you're probably listening. Maybe you've already tuned out. You're like, I'm not a reader. I can't read. I you know, have a screen in front of me all day. Try audiobooks. Right, so you you could drive to work, drive to church, drive to the store, wherever you're going, put it on, listen to it, um, listen to it slow. Don't put it in the fast speed because then you won't absorb it. That's me. Yeah. I mean, you can listen to it fast if you want, and just do books that way. You can do, of course, Audible.com is the most well-known uh, library on audiobooks. Um, that's like fifteen dollars a month. You get a book a month at f for fifteen bucks, or you can do something like ChristianAudio.com, which you can buy different credits and, and uh, also purchase audiobooks like that. Mm -hmm. They all, all have Christian books, and Christian Audio even has a free book of the month that you could download. And most of the time, it's a decent book, and sometimes it's a book we you probably don't want to read. Um, Nick and Lisa actually just uh, showed me Hoopla, which oh. is an app that connects to your local um, library. Oh, yes. Oh, and yeah. it's free. So I've been actually yeah. listening. They have audio as well. Yeah. So I've been yeah. listening oh, to audiobooks cool. through. Get, uh, there's, there's different apps like that that you yeah. can connect with your local library. Yeah. yeah. And you can get uh, up to five books a month. That's wow. great. So that's, that's great. So that's and it works the same way. If someone else has checked that book out, you can't check that in. Check that um, in, right? That, yeah, that's the way I've seen those other It's a little apps. bit different with audio. They, mm -hmm. But like they do have a limit right. on it, though. Right. Uh, I think it's like like a handful of people uh, right. can check it out at the same time. But gotcha. Yeah. Nice. So, um, but then also, let me encourage you to um, don't, 
like Pilgrim already said, don't neglect the old guys, the old dead guys. Yeah. Uh, Puritan paperbacks are uh, a heavy read, uh, but a wonderful read. And if you're going to start with any of the Puritans, start with Thomas Watson, who is uh, one of the easiest or easier uh, Puritans to read. Doctrine of Repentance, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, absorb those guys they just write so much truth and as little space as possible and it just it's mind-blowing yeah. so don't get that something else i'm doing on audio for fun because i don't like to read a lot of fiction mm. i'm just not a big fiction I, guy i don't, I don't read either. I'm, i, I am fiction. a huge fiction person. i don't i mean i i like i like i'd rather see the movie or watch the show yeah I um but something that was recommended to me is um star wars because i'm a big star wars mm, guy because sure. there's all these legend and uh yeah. legend series and stuff like that so i'm actually going through heir to the empire right now for fun which is the uh uh it was written like 30 years ago um but it's actually in my mind after i'm done with the first book already the real episode seven, what Disney should have made the movie about. Uh, yeah. So, but anyway, that's another topic for yeah, another that's a, that's a, day. That's a different. So, but anyway, read for fun, uh, read to grow, read to expand your knowledge, read doctrine, read helpful things of the Christian life, read different things like that. It, I think it's a very well worth discipline to instill in your life. Don't feel like you got to read a hundred books this year. Just start with one if you're not yeah. a reader. Right. Yeah. Start, you know, and read a chapter a day. Read five pages a day. Yeah. Uh, maybe before you go to bed at night, whatever your routine is, just say, hey, I'm not going to go to bed unless I read a chapter or read, read, uh, you know, five pages out of this book that's been recommended to me. Take it slow. Absorb it like that. Everyone's different. Uh, I know Al Mohler probably reads like 10 books a week, I think he said. It's crazy. Uh, but. Yeah, I think he reads up to... I think it's like three. No, I think he reads three hundred books a year. It's wow. insane. I, I, I there's like, no way I could that do that and absorb human. absorb yeah. anything. And he remembers it all. <clears throat> so that's what boggles yeah. my mind. It's like, yeah, on page fifty-two, it's on the left-hand side, bottom yeah. paragraph of this book that I read twenty-five years ago. I'm like, dude, man, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. remember twenty no. minutes ago. He's, <laughs> Al Mohler's got a photographic memory. Yeah. Yeah. But another hack too, if you don't want to have an audiobook subscription is just buy Kindle books and you could yeah. have Kindle or your iPad read it to you. And so yeah. I, I do that sometimes too where uh, sometimes I'm driving and I want to continue a Kindle book that I'm reading. I'll just swipe down from the top and sorry, I'm getting all kinds of alerts today. I've swiped down from the top and I'll get um, have Siri read it to me as I'm, as I'm reading. So you could also do that as well. Yeah. Uh, it's a little robotic, not exactly quite good like an audio book, but you still get the information in so which is good yeah. yeah and you know I know some people that they say I just can't do audiobook um, try try doing uh, fiction uh, with audio mm -hmm. um, that's what I do because yeah like I, that's generally what I do I'll do especially um, dramatized audio yeah which that, is almost like, like watching the movie it except, really is yeah. like you're just, it's like you're in the other room when a movie's on yeah um uh, you can do that, and then I move to like memoirs and biographies mm. with audio, uh, because you don't have to sit there and read it. Like, because memoirs, biographies, and fiction, because they're all stories, like you can listen to it and you grasp yeah. it gotcha. just as well. Yeah, gotcha. um, so that I, I've yeah. really enjoyed That's good. going through biographies, memoirs, yeah. and fiction. That's that good. Way. Well, let's transition to the Bible reading, which is, of yeah. course, more important than this other kind of reading, which is important Indeed. as well. So we must read God's Word. So I bet you a lot of people this week have started a new Bible reading plan. 
some of them have probably already fallen off the wayside, you know, and they're, they're giving up for the year already because they've missed a day or two, right? So what are some encouragements that you would give to people in reading the Bible? I know some people try to read the Bible through in a year. Some people try to read the Bible through in 90 days. I've done that before. That's a tall order. It's yeah. about 45 minutes to an hour uh, a day if you'd read the Bible in 90 days or 90, yeah, 90 days. Um, what is your encouragement to people um, and just reading God's word. Well, I'd start with transitioning. Like Spurgeon said, visit many good books, but live in the Bible. Mm. Yeah. So if you are only reading the paper, only reading fiction, only watching television, and you're not opening the scripture, you're, you're squandering the source of God's revelation. Like, yeah. right? He's given us his word. So um, I would just say that should be the priority before we get to social media, before we... <clears throat> start interacting with people before we go to work that, that I, I personally think that the first fruits, so to speak, of our day, uh, even different times of the day, uh, noonday, you know, in the evening can be set aside, set apart to mm. just hear from God and open his word. So, um, I think it can be super discouraging and I've been discouraged trying to go through the scripture, uh, with huge chunks every day, every morning. Um, what generally happens is people will you know, kick off, oh, Genesis, this is exciting. And then once they start getting into Leviticus, Numbers. maybe halfway yeah. through the month of, um, of February, or the, not even get that far, they, they lose heart. So what I've switched over a couple years ago is I do the Machane uh, reading plan. Robert Murray McShane. Um, he basically has four readings a day. Two, he encourages two mm -hmm. that you do with your family and two you do mm -hmm. uh, you know, individually. Mm -hmm. You can do that if you want or just read all four. Right. But it gives you uh, a reading from basically the law. It gives you a reading from some of the historical writings, um, uh, like the Kings and Ezra. Uh, he'll also, you'll jump over into the, uh, you know, the poetry uh, and prophets, and then you're always going to be in the New Testament. Um, so mm. uh, it, it vacillates, it changes, but you basically read through the whole Bible and through the Psalms and the Proverbs, and I think the New Testament uh, twice. twice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's what I'm doing. But I would just encourage you, do it in community. So there's a Robert Murray Machine reading group on Facebook that I just got a part of. And we're adding insight every day. This is some things that we've learned or uh, that, that minister to us today. Uh, just trying to do it alone mm -hmm. and then losing heart and I'm five days behind. Just pick up where you're at. You know, I got to make up. I got to make up the 12 days I missed this year. Just read where you're at today is what I'd encourage you in your reading plan. Just do it is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. I mean... Don't, who cares if you don't read it through in a year? Just read God's word every day. Yeah. You know, so don't be burdened down with, with the end goal. If it takes yeah. you two years or three years, fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with. There's nothing wrong with that. But it takes That's, about twenty minutes to if you did yeah. the Bible in a sure. year. Yeah, it's less than the Office episode. You know, yeah. it's less than a yeah. half hour television show. I think that's been my number one. Don't look at it as a checklist. Yeah. Start off small. Like you said earlier, I'm reading five pages a day in a book. Mm -hmm. Take five minutes. Take 15 minutes a day and reading God's mm -hmm. Word. Um, yeah. it, it, I don't. I use a Bible reading app on my phone and uh, it has a handy little feature where if you do kind of fall off the bandwagon, it says catch me up. You can push that button and it sort of brings you up to speed and you sort of take off again. So um, but I use a machine a reading plan that one really uh, invigorated my reading because going straight through it is mm -hmm. it can be a challenge this keeps it really interesting and the other thing I've noticed it's 
how often you see a passage from the Old Testament yeah. in a direct correlation into the New, <clears throat> mm -hmm. and you begin to see this big picture of this is mm. one story. Yep. This is God's Amen. story. Yeah. So. yeah, I tend to follow the machine uh, as well. I also have like a side program I kind of do just like on my own is I'll take one book and it's not like a year thing. It's just whenever it happens. Um, and I'm actually kind of at that juncture right mm. now is I'll take one book and just go really, really slow. Yeah. Um, um, like book, a verse a day almost. Sometimes not even that much. Yeah. Um, like it could be a phrase yeah. uh, and just really study it out. Um, the book of John took me uh, just shy of two years to get through. Mm. Um, and I've been doing this, oh, 11, year, 11 years now, yeah. Um, so I've gotten through a handful of books. Uh, I just finished Galatians, literally. Um, New Year's Eve. Well, that's something so, else to be said because, I mean, yeah, we should all read God's Word, but something else we should also do is study God's Word. Yeah, that's and right. when you're taking it slowly in digestible chunks, you know, get a good Bible study, a uh, study Bible, um, mm -hmm. Reformation yeah. study Bible, ESV study Bible, something like that, uh, you know, John MacArthur study Bible, Story whatever it is. Redemption study Bible. Right. There's so many good study Bibles yeah. there. Take your time, look up the cross references, look up the study notes, see how yeah. it's connected. Yeah. There's no reason. It's, I mean, reading the Bible shouldn't be like going to a buffet, yeah. you know, like where you're going to try to eat as much as possible to get your money's worth out of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, just go there and savor every bite, yeah. you know what I mean? And if today you only get a bite out of it, then that's okay. Tomorrow yeah. you'll have a bite, yeah. you know, it doesn't yeah. go bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I love the, the beauty of the study Bible is for the person who says, I want to read the Bible, I just can't understand it very well. Mm -hmm. Well, here's a tool that will yeah. help you to right. understand it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, because guys, not everyone re likes to read or even some people ha have some learning disabilities where they can't retain information of what they've read. Again, there's audio Bibles out yeah. there. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite things to do, and I, and I just love Irish accents, is in the ESV uh, <laughs> app, uh, they actually have Kristen Getty reading oh, wow. uh, the Bible for free. You can read it for free. And I love Irish accents. I love Australian accents. I love that. And she's just got a beautiful voice. Anyway. She does have a beautiful voice. And so so uh, I also like to re just listen to that as well. Um, so whatever, here's the thing, whatever works, right? So whatever works, whether it's audio Bible, reading, just get God's word in you, you know, get it in your life. No matter what you have to do, find what works for you. What works for us may not work for you, and yeah. uh, what works for you may not work for us. Right. It doesn't as long matter. As you're reading it every day, that's right. really that's God's word is what He uses to sanctify you. God's word is what He uses to clean you up and washing you. And yeah. this is what He's doing with His church. You know, he's washing us by the water of His word. And so, um, the reason why you're not growing, the reason why you have maybe haven't taken huge steps in your Christian life over the last few years, is because you've neglected. God's word, like the Corinthians, you know, you are still on milk instead of meat. You're, you're not uh, advancing very far because of your spiritual lot. And, you know, of course, you can't neglect corporate worship, but you can't also neglect the reading of God's word. Don't be discouraged. And um, like I said, just read it. Yeah, I'd add one more thing. If you're a part of a church, prayerfully, that, that does exposition, so you go consecutively through 
uh, verse by verse through a text, through a, through a broader book of the Bible. I also would encourage you as a church member to read ahead. Read ahead knowing yeah. what text mm-hmm. is coming Sunday. That can yeah. be on Friday. It can be on Saturday. Mm-hmm. It can be throughout the week. But I think that that is a huge benefit to a congregation to know the members are reading the text that we're about to read or study ahead of time on, on the Lord's Day is, Absolutely. is definitely beneficial. Absolutely. Yeah. If I can actually add, uh, so one thing that I do, I don't even know if I told you this, Pilgrim, so as my pastor, uh, I actually, um, I do actually read ahead um, the Saturday night before, hmm. uh, but the Sunday afternoon and Sunday evening, uh, I actually read the text that you just went over with the understanding, okay, now I understand this a little bit better. Mm. Um, so then as I go into the next text, I, I know the argument that is uh, all re- Like, I already know the flow of the argument. Mm. Uh, so then I can kind of guess where the text is going for the following. Mm. That's nice. Very good. Very good. Well, good. Well, guys, if any- I can ask one question, though, before we wrap up. Yes. I said that I'm at a juncture in which uh, I just finished a book on um, New Year's Eve, but I have not decided which book to start uh, as my slow one. So I just finished Galatians. So if you guys want to help me out with that real quick, uh, what, what book do you think would be a good idea to kind of go through slowly? Well, honestly, um, I just got done preaching through Malachi. Okay. I think I would encourage you Malachi. Okay, uh, I have not done Malachi yet. So based on based on something that you read said earlier about apathy. Okay. At that if you're reading a book about apathy or going to be reading a book about apathy, Malachi yeah. really yeah. dissects the apathy that was in Israel at the time, and it's I think that would go well with your plan. All right. There you go. There it is. There you go. Now you See, if you need any answers, guys, just <laughs> yeah. come to the Gospel Forum podcast, and we'll help you out like we just helped out Nick. Well, good. Well, Dan, I was just going to say before we conclude, uh, we also have a series on our website, thegospelforum.com, that has each one of the contributors giving their selection of, like, if we could pick any five books on a deserted island, these would be the five books. So uh, I know Dan's is up there. We're adding more. So go check that out as well. Very good. Well, this has been another episode of the Gospel Forum Podcast. And until next time, keep Keep on on reforming. reforming.